0: When you acknowledge the Holy Spirit and you open up yourself to receive truth from Him, now you're speaking the language of heaven. Now, when God gives you that download through His Spirit, when you come before the throne of grace, it's God's Word coming back to Him. Welcome to the God's Perfect Size show where faith meets fat loss. I'm your host, Kim Jogwe, the author of God's Perfect Size and a former food addict turned food freedom coach. Tune in every week to be encouraged and empowered towards your goals for weight loss and victory in Christ. Welcome back to the show. I'm so glad you're here. It's Wednesday, y'all. That means we get to be together midweek. We get to get over the hurdle of the week together. And so I can't think of a better way to spend midweek than checking in with you all. How are you doing out there? I pray that you're doing well. I'm coming off of a three-day weekend as a teacher. I love a good three-day weekend. We just celebrated President's Day. And so it was kind of nice to have that Monday off. But how come it never feels like a four-day week? Like, I don't want to say that too loud because I know there are a lot of people out there advocating for a four-day work week. But for me personally, four days or five days feels just about the same. But I did appreciate the extra day to have with family and loved ones and just Be at home, chilling in my house, having a cup of coffee on a Monday morning, not having to rush anywhere. That was pretty sweet. And I hope your President's Day weekend was just as fabulous. I hope you didn't have to work, but if you did, I know God met you where you are. All right, today's episode is a powerhouse. Listen, I get excited about the episodes that I get to teach every week, but this one is going to be different. This is not going to be particular to God's perfect size. This is going to be for us who need something that may be feeling out of reach for us. We're going to talk about the kingdom of God. I am busting at the seams to tell you everything that I have been asking the Father about. And you know how when you feel like God gives you a treasure of revelation, I feel like he did that for me this week and I cannot hold it back from you because I know a lot of us out here are in need of having our needs met We're we're desperate to have our needs met by God. And yet we know his kingdom has all the resources that we need. I mean, in scripture, he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. We read that scripture, but sometimes it feels like we just can't lay hold of the part where it says all these things will be added. Like, how do we have these things added to us? What do we have to do to get this to happen? Is our focus in the right place? I want to be able to talk about that a little bit together this week so that we can get on that path to having our needs met. But there's something else I realized in scripture this week as I was studying the kingdom of God. You know, there's um, there's the story of Peter where Jesus is having this conversation with Peter. He nonchalant just kind of asks his disciples, they're all sitting around and he says, so who do people say that I am? And they name all manner of things from Elijah to John the Baptist. Like they tell him, these are the answers that people have been giving about you. They think you're this person. And then Jesus seems to lean in a little closer and look them in the eyes. And then he says, But who do you say that I am? And I can just imagine that moment, that quiet moment where it feels like the air is just sucked out of the room. And Jesus is looking at you with his eyes of truth and you looking at him and you don't have an answer. And then Peter gets this this secret download in his spirit. And then Peter is the one who speaks and he leans forward and he says, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. And then Jesus, the truth just resonates in that room. And Jesus said, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood have not revealed this to you, but my father in heaven. I find that to be one of the most powerful statements. And I think that's going to help us today because further down in that scripture, Jesus says, and to you, the keys of heaven will be given. And listen, that's when it hit me. The Holy Spirit just kind of shook me up in my spirit. And he said, look at that phrase again. And I looked at it and I thought, oh my goodness, there are keys to the kingdom of heaven. And what does a key do? You put a key in a lock and it unlocks something so that you have access to it. And Jesus is telling Peter, there are keys to the kingdom of heaven. Now, I wish I knew everything, And I could just tell you all the things that I know, but I can only speak on the revelation that I got this week. And you better believe I'm going to share it with you because I asked God, so what are these keys? How do you, how do you access them? How do you make them work? Where's the lock? And let's just start at the beginning. First of all, Jesus tells us in Matthew that he says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And that's the first thing I realized We can actually be in the midst of the kingdom. We can actually be near the kingdom, in proximity to the kingdom, but we've not been able to lay hold of it yet. It says the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It didn't say it's in your hand. It said it's at hand, which means it's reachable. You have to reach out and do something. So now we have these two important pieces of information. We know the kingdom of heaven has keys. That's plural. There's more than one. And we know that the kingdom of heaven is at hand, which means it's in proximity, but you're going to have to do a little reaching and grasping with your spiritual hand to access it. So that kind of clears up part of the mystery for me, but I still was like, God, what are the keys to the kingdom of heaven? And as I was praying through that, God was showing me. Read this passage again. And so I read it again about this conversation with Peter and Jesus. And then it hit me like a ton of bricks. One of the keys to the kingdom of heaven is revelation. You need revelation the same way Peter got that revelation. He got this supernatural download from the Father's spirit into his spirit, into his inner spirit. And from that place, he spoke that truth that Jesus is the Christ the son of the living God. And for us, we need revelation as well. When we are in need of something, we need that revelation of what to do about our situation. Now, I mean, you're looking at this and thinking, what about the important part where he says, Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God. That's right. Before you can even get into the kingdom, you actually have to know that Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God. Why? Because scripture teaches us that the only way to the father is accessed through his son. So when we give our lives to Christ and we lay down our lives and we say, Jesus, we're going to take up your life and we receive salvation from Jesus Christ himself, Jesus is the doorway to the kingdom. And you know, in Isaiah, if you don't know, I'm going to tell you the entire kingdom, the entire government of God's kingdom rests on the shoulders of Jesus. And everything is processed through him. You can't enter into the kingdom without going through Christ. So that is the foundation of the kingdom of God. He is the entryway. He is the doorway. He is your way, your truth and your life. And the only way to get into the father's kingdom is through his son, Jesus Christ. There's no other way. That's just the truth of it. So if you want access to the kingdom, you've got to go through the sun. But now what about this revelation? I'm so glad you asked. Do you remember when Jesus was baptized? What happened immediately after he was baptized? That's right. The Holy Spirit came on him. And then the father says from heaven, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. So the Holy Spirit comes upon Jesus and then Jesus is moved by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness where he's tempted. And the only way Jesus knows to go into the wilderness is that the Holy Spirit takes him there. And that is how it works for us. Here is one of the first primary keys of the kingdom of heaven you have got to get revelation for your situation so you know where to go and you know what to do. That's the first key. You need revelation. But there's a precursor to that. In order to have revelation, you have got to have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who leads you He leads you into all truth. He led Jesus into all truth. He led him straight to the wilderness. When you are struggling in your life, when you are in need of something from the kingdom of God, when you need a kingdom resource, you've got to get a download from the Holy Spirit. And so that's the thing I wanted to share with us today. You know, when I think about my Christian walk, I know that Jesus is real. I've been declaring For I don't know how many decades now that he's my Lord and Savior and I worship him. But for some reason, the Holy Spirit, understanding how he works, has eluded me in some ways. I know that one of the keys to the kingdom of heaven is the Holy Spirit. You see, when you are in need, you've got to not only understand that you are accessing the throne of heaven through Jesus Christ, but you've got to submit to the Spirit. You've got to be asking the Holy Spirit, what's the truth about my situation? What do you say about this situation? What you're aiming for is to get revelation about your situation. Here's what revelation does. Revelation speaks truth so that when you go to the throne of heaven and you pray and you make your requests, and you need that transaction to happen in the kingdom of heaven, now you have kingdom words in your mouth to be able to speak truth. For as long as I can remember, I have been a praying woman, but I don't know that every prayer is submitted to the spirit of truth, is submitted to the Holy Spirit. Sometimes I just kind of pray and it's hard for me to distinguish between, is this a prayer of faith or is this a prayer of flesh? Scripture tells us that we have to walk by the Spirit so that we'll not gratify the desires of the flesh. That's what we know to be true. And the only way to do that is to run it through the Holy Spirit. So when you're praying, you can actually say, if you want to, Holy Spirit, would you give me some truth around this? If you're running late on your house payment and you desperately need that money, you can say, Holy Spirit, can you tell me what to do about this situation? Can you lead me to pray about this situation? When you acknowledge the Holy Spirit and you open up yourself to receive truth from him, now you're speaking the language of heaven. Now, when God gives you that download through his spirit, when you come before the throne of grace, it's God's word coming back to him. It's not your word, it's God's word coming back to him. And scripture tells us that God fulfills his word. His word will never pass away and it never returns to him void. So you need a word that is full of power, a word that is full of truth that comes from the Holy Spirit. So it doesn't matter if you're praying about your weight loss journey, or if you're praying about a diagnosis that's terminal, or if you're praying for a loved one who's lost to the world of addiction, no matter what the situation is, you've got to submit yourself to the authority of the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit to give you some revelation about that, some truth about that. So then when you get that revelation in truth, now you can speak by faith with truth and real authority. We can ask for good things all the time, but if those good things are coming up from our flesh, they don't have to be fulfilled. But if you get a revelation from God about something, that's a certainty. You can take that to the bank. That thing will be fulfilled because the Holy Spirit has given you understanding around it. And now you can pray with real authority and truth. We don't want to be people who are praying from our need and from desperation and stepping over the Holy Spirit, trying to get to the throne of God. You don't want to do that. Jesus didn't do that. He yielded to the Spirit of God, and we must do that as well. So that is one of the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And the second key is tied to it. And I just shared it. The currency of heaven is the language of heaven. And that language comes by revelation through the Holy Spirit. You've got to be able to get a right word, a truth around that that comes from the holy spirit and you can take that currency into the kingdom And pray with certainty because now the Holy Spirit has given you understanding about what to pray for and how to pray for it. You're taking the guesswork out of your flesh. You're now squashing your flesh and you're operating in the Spirit. Remember, the kingdom of God is a spiritual kingdom, and you need a spiritual currency, which is truth and revelation from the Word of God or from the power of the Holy Spirit. You need truth and revelation. That's the bottom line. So, those are the two things I wanted to hop on here and tell you this week. My prayer life changed a lot because I really had to focus on Am I just praying off the cuff, whatever need is arising in my flesh? Or am I sitting quietly before the throne of God and saying, Holy Spirit, would you help me pray about this situation? It literally changed the way I pray. And so, that's my hope for you this week that you would pray in real power with real authority by revelation from the Holy Spirit. Listen, if y'all get some real breakthrough in your lives because you're listening to the Holy Spirit inside of you and you're praying what he tells you to pray, I want to know about it. I need you to come into the God's Perfect Size group on Facebook and I want you to share your testimony. We are edified by the word of your testimony. Come in and share with everyone. I would be so excited to hear what God is doing in your lives. Well, that's all I have for us this week. You might hear more about the kingdom of God next week because this topic is a big one and I don't want us to miss what the kingdom has for us. And as we conclude, I want to share with you, let each of us lay aside all of the things that we think we need because scripture says, if we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these things will be added to us. And we know we're operating in the kingdom of God when we live our lives like Christ. The kingdom has characteristics. Those characteristics are love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and gentleness and faithfulness and self-control. These are all characteristics of the kingdom of God. And also scripture teaches us that characteristics are healing the sick and raising the dead, and healing the lame, we have these signs that tell us we are now operating in the kingdom of God. When you're able to see these things happening, now you know you're laying hold of the kingdom, and you're pulling that spiritual kingdom, you're taking it by the hem and you're pulling it into your life, and you're seeing the fruit of the kingdom in your life. I pray that you experience real kingdom fruit this week. I pray blessings over y'all. And I thank you for joining me this week. And I will catch you in next Wednesday's episode. Be blessed y'all. Bye.